This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Take care, guys. <laughs> Let's hit the Super Stages. KSPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. Hit Bologna Girl Stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Sedano and Calf to join Mason in Ireland? Super Crosstalk begins. Super Crosstalk. Presented by Coors Light. Coors Light. Made to chill. It's time for Super Crosstalk. Woo! Hey, the cars. The cars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So I hear Cappy. Do we have the too? Yes, I'm in San hey. Francisco. Oh, nice, man. What's going on? Uh, by the way, there is. You, do you guys not familiar with Edam cheese? It's basically like it's that cheese that's very orangey, wrapped in the red wrapping. Mm-hmm. It looks like Gouda, but it's not. Thank okay, you. Good. Thank to know. you. Sorry, yeah. you weren't See, here for game of games. You could have elaborated no. on what Pepe was saying. Uh, Pepe, are you? Do you eat gallo azul Edam cheese? Is yes. that what you eat? Yes. There you and go. not only that, I mean, I know about these things because you, as a Latino, we are have, our universe is bigger than these guys. <laughs> no, seriously, that, that I don't doubt. Laura, yeah. Laura, Laura also knows Adam Cheese. Yeah, yep. yeah, good to know. Did you know about Shelly Fabre? A Fabaris? Not know like of Shelly Fabre. No, I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. Well, well, we had some good stuff. I but, learned so much from Potpourri of Lies. But you today. hear about Utan, right? Utan. Yeah, Utan. I, I will never forget. Secretary Utan. General of the United Nations during the Cuban Missile Crisis, right? Utan. So, yeah. George, what, Burma. what is your game tonight or tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. But and, I came in early because um, it just was the, the flights didn't work to get here later. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I'm so, going up there next Wednesday. Oh, that, you guys are here. Oh, yeah, okay. that's the first game back after the All-Star break. You have mm. Clippers-Warriors, right? I do. I have Clippers-Warriors. Yeah, the Clippers that'll be, got that'll trounced be a, yesterday. Yeah, yeah that'll did. be a good game. Warriors are hot. Yeah, they won five in a row. Yeah, uh, so. We missed it. Wemby had 10 blocks last night. Triple-double with triple 10 double blocks. With Tim. I've only seen wow. one other guy do that. Pepe, you called the game. Do you remember? Um, it was Shaq, no? No. Um, it was um, San was Antonio. Ralph Sampson? Oh. Remember, you remember who had the 10 blocks? David Robinson? San Antonio. No, it was uh, Tim Duncan. Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum. Oh, Bynum. Whoa. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's wow. right. That's right. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's been a weird show, guys. I don't know. I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> okay. Because you didn't you like okay? No, I love the potpourri of lies. I, I'm not bagging on potpourri of lies. It's one of my favorite things. What? And Adam Cheese, too, right? And Adam Cheese, yeah. I'm definitely going to go try right Adam away. Cheese. I'm going to bring some Adam Cheese when I'm back. Okay, good. How do you spell Adam? E-D-M? E-D-A-M. E-D-A-M. Yeah. Okay. Next time if you, you Google it, you have seen the cheese at your grocery store. Okay. Trust e- me when I tell E-D- you that. E-D, one more time, E-D what? E-D-A-M. E-D-A-M. Oh, yeah, I know this cheese. Yes. Yeah, okay, I know Adam Cheese. It's the red wrapper. Yeah, no, it's, it's I didn't know that's Dutch. what that was called. I didn't know that was called Adam Cheese. There you go. Now you learned. Pepe called. taught you something. He Muchas gracias, Pepe. something. Yeah. See? I'll never forget. Uh, In- ignorance, ignorance is daring, really. 
is during yeah no, during during you know during. like it's you mean bliss. like while it's happening during while it's happening no yeah it's bliss yeah. keep on keep it keep it up keep, keep it up, up. Oh, keep it up, up. i'm trying to understand he's going to be able to there's a little bit sometimes i don't understand no comprende en español se dice la ignorancia es atrevida oh exactly okay see i understood that thank you so, uh, so guys, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, now, wait, tonight, wait, wait, Mace. Yeah. Let me, let me. If I can, I have a couple. Sure, of you can here? have a. Couple By the seconds. way, Mace, why didn't you trade me Luka Doncic for Scoot Henderson, who you can have for three years? Oh, I wouldn't do um, that. I'm not for three years, I, John. I still, you don't think he's going to be good I in three still years? Still think I can get into the money. Wait, you're wait, not getting into I the money. I thought you were going to trade. Six. I'm sh- I thought you were going to trade Luka for Jalen. Yeah, Brunson. I do have a deal on the on the Jalen. Who's doing that deal with you? He's a 13th rounder. Jalen Brunson is yeah. a 13th, 13th rounder? rounder yeah. yeah, I would do that deal. No, you should do that deal if that's the case. Yeah, that's what I, that's the offer I'm getting right now. Um, then take it. Yeah. You're not going to cash. I think I'm going to cash. No. Oh, I think I can. I'm, I'm in sixth place right now. I, I, I know, but you got to get five to places pass, right? Now, let me ask you guys something. Speaking of Jalen Brunson, this has just gone down within like the last hour. You know, the NBA issues those stupid two-minute reports right. mm-hmm. that they started after the Tim Donaghy scandal in the name of transparency. Yep. So the two-minute report came out last night, and there was a foul at the end of the Knicks-Rockets game. Yeah, I saw that. That was a bad call. It wasn't yes. a foul. They called a foul on Jalen Brunson. The Rockets made the free throws, and the Knicks lost 105-103. They issue the two-minute report, and Ed Malloy, the crew chief, says, we screwed that up. Shouldn't have called it. The Knicks today, about an hour ago, filed a protest saying that the end of that game should be replayed. Now, they hardly ever do these. I can only think of one other time when they ever did in like 30 years of following this. But, George, in this case... They might get it. They might get it, right. Ed Malloy admitted they got the call wrong, and the report says they got the call wrong. Exactly. And everybody who watched it thought they got the call wrong. And we're in a finite amount of space. Like, this didn't happen with seven minutes left. It was at the very end of the game. How many times that things happen? Uh, We've seen it in a lot of uh, of games at the end of the games, and the report says, yeah, that that wasn't a foul, or yeah, that was a foul. But in this case, Pepe, it. it was a tie game that became untied when the bad call awarded free throws. I, I think they're going to win. You don't? No. Nah. Yeah, you, I think You think so. the Knicks are going to win? Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, that'll only be the second. I think it'll only be the second time in NBA history that a protest has been upheld. So what would they do? Replay the game from that yeah. moment? They'd take it off from that moment. Yeah. yeah. How much time was left? S- seconds. Yeah. Hey, yeah. guys get stuff wrong. I mean. I know, right. I mean, it's a, this is the human error of sports. Yeah. And I I mean, they go to, I I was listening to you guys I, do I would the get game. rid of the two-minute report. Yeah. By the way, I was listening to Ireland and Michael do the game. And you guys always talk about the reviews and how long they take, and Michael knows the call right away, and then Michael waits, and you guys talk about how long it is, and then ultimately they make the call, and it's exactly what Michael said. All right, here's more from Woj. The Knicks and Rockets aren't scheduled to play again this season. Right. But the hope would be to win the protest and play an overtime period to complete the game. Oh, God. Only six protests in league history have ever been upheld. Um, but if they're George, if they're not going to play again, how do you get them in the same room? I, I mean, it just seems very logistic. Do the Knicks have a road trip to Texas at all? Is the question? Yeah, and I mean, and do, do you, it, so you send them all down there to play five seconds? I mean, yeah. it sounds. Crazy. I mean, I think. And what do you do? You get everybody all uniformed up, and you no, get everybody I mean, in the arena. Yeah, and you try and force overtime if you're the Knicks. Here's what I would do: I would, if they don't have a trip to Texas, which is na- a, a natural 
opportunity to do it. I would absolutely just wait till the end of the season to see if it matters. That makes sense. Yeah. If it, do, if it has no impact, then why, who cares? why go through it? But right. if it does, you, you delay the start of the playoffs and have those two play it out? Do it before the play-in, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Shadano, I'm only five games out of fifth place. I can finish in the money. Yeah, I don't think you can. <laughs> no confidence <laughs> at all, I, I was None. told I would finish last, and I, here I, I am in the thick last. of it. I thought your team was solid. Trudell told me I, my team was off. Well, I mean, Trudell's also trying to get in your head. Yeah, he is in my head so, all Jorge, the time. Do you, do you think that they should get rid of the report? I mean, why? Why they do the report just to make everybody happy? I can tell you. I can tell Transparency. you this. But, but George, I can tell you this: players hate it. Hey, right? Because I don't you can't, like usually it. it's not fixable afterwards. Right. Right. It's not fixable. So what good is it? I was talking to somebody the other day about this, a player, and he said he didn't understand why they did it. It just makes the team mad that it was wronged. They they just say, well, so you're going to tell us you screwed us, but we can't do anything about it. This would be an instance where they could do something about it. But it logistically is a nightmare. All right, let me have 30 seconds here to, to get into Mace for a second. Yeah, Mace, what are you going to get into me about? Tell me about oh, how you feel about your return to television. <laughs> it was fine. I, I mean, mean, we, we simulcast. We I know, I know. I, was, I heard because I was looking at Twitter while I was doing it, so I knew you were simulcasting. I don't know. I thought I was fine. Wait a minute. You were on set at Channel 11 looking at Twitter? Yes, because I did a segment. No, because I did a segment. Then I had a twenty-minute wait, and then I did another segment. Now, so I was Mace, so I want to tell you something. Yeah. I want to tell you. I thought this is just my own opinion. Yeah. I thought you looked great. No, oh, well, thank you, George. Here, I didn't on the love other hand. the collared shirt with the puffered puffy jacket. Oh, I thought really? If you're gonna go that jacket, you got to go t-shirt. Huh. I thought I was making a pretty strong fashion statement that's the first time i've ever gone to tv i think if you're gonna go collared oxford button down you need to wear a sports coat if you're gonna wear one of those like bomber jackets that you had on that's a t-shirt jacket i disagreed i thought you looked fine just the way you were maybe even a hoodie would be would be more permissible so my huge concern was that they shot me from profile and to me when i look back at it i thought i looked fat do I look? I look kind of heavy. <laughs> oh, on that, I didn't, didn't even I? notice that. Oh yeah, I, I, I thought. I thought that. so that's the I only thing was, I was thinking. I didn't know I, you were on TV. Though. I noticed the shirt, and then I immediately, I'm like, oh, that doesn't go together. And then when they put the close up of you, I noticed you still didn't shave, and I'm like, that probably wasn't a good. Never idea. shaving again. I don't care about shaving. Okay. I couldn't even tell that you weren't shaved, and yeah. I think we had total HD, 1080, whatever. I couldn't even tell. I yeah, thought you looked, looked fine. A scruffy. Yeah, George, you know, George has more fashion sense apparently because Laura agreed with him. I thought you looked just fine. Thank and you. And by the way, just so you know, mm -hmm. we're all so much harder on ourselves than we need to be. Yes. Um, you didn't look fat at all. Thank In fact, you. you you looked like you were you you lost a couple of pounds recently. Not mm -hmm. right. I mean, yes, I did. So you're doing pretty good. Now, me on the other hand, yesterday I was looking at myself on YouTube and I'm like, I am the biggest, most disgusting pig on the planet. See, you look fine. You, you see, but you, this is what we do to ourselves. Well, it, it's because it's L.A. You can't be too rich or too thin. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Probably true. Yeah, well, I'm broken fat. At least you're broken you. fat is what right. I know yeah. to be in L.A. You know, Cappy, that that that's true. When we listen to ourselves or when we uh, watch ourselves on the screen, we tend to be very just judgmental. Yeah. Right. Shinano, do you ever go back and look at yourself on TV and judge yourself and say, huh, I was good, I Not was bad? Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, I go back and watch, like, the first this past year when I did college football, I would watch back my games. Not, like, forever, but, like, a quarter here or there. 
just to listen to see what I would say differently. But yeah, not... but do you look at yourself and go, "I'm still a hot piece of ass," or do you look at yourself and go, "No, I you know what I'm disgusting." Like no, I look at myself I look, and I'm I, like, "Neither disgusting. actually." I just oh, you're I'm not? like I'm fine. You you're know? fine. I'm you're all right. You're okay. I could probably stand to lose a few, but I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I thought about. I mean, I don't know what I said, but I thought I just looked. A as little far as what dumpy. you said, you didn't really say anything. I didn't. I didn't say anything that I hadn't already said. Nothing interesting at all. But you look good. Wow. You look good. I thought I was. I thought I was. Kind of interesting. I mean, whatever. I mean, listen. They just. By the way, you know what? Alex is working. Alex is working on Momo officially doing the weather in front of the green screen, which is a dream of hers. She should do it to promote her show. Absolutely. Oh, right. She should. Now's a good time to do it. When does her show start? I don't know. March, I think. It's it's no. I think she said it was. They were going to time it to the start of the NBA finals. I think it's coming in June, May or June. Oh man, they should. I could do be that. wrong. I, good I, for uh, it looks great. The trailer looks great. Yeah, it does look good. But yeah. my goodness, we'll be watching the NBA Finals, not a docu series about the NBA. They should not do that. So anybody's going to to the All Star Game in Indianapolis? I am. Oh, you are. Yeah, I'm doing the sidelines on radio. All right, nice. Yeah. Anybody boy. else? Nope. No, I'm not nah. even. I don't watch the game itself. It's, it's I like this. I like. I mean, I'm the last guy that likes a slam dunk contest. I know. It's vacation. Sedano, have you ever been to that arena? Oh yeah, I love that arena. I love it's one that of my arena. favorite arenas. Yep, me it too. Feels old school yep. when you're in there. Yep, love it. Even though it's new, fairly new. Yeah. Oh man, the Kings are down one nothing to the Sabers. Oh, fifteen thirty five to go in the first period. Go Happy's Kings trying go. to find a new sport to get into. Yeah, well, I'm trying I, to get into hockey now. It's a good one. Next time you go to a hockey game across the street, I'll go. I'm going oh, Tuesday wait. of next week. Mason, yeah. did you watch episode five yet? I did not. I, oh, last night was just not the night for it. But so tonight, John, I'm locked this. in. You should jump in on this. And Pepe and Cappy says he's going to binge it. We'll see. I am. I'm um, so, uh, True Detective Night Country is averaging 12.7 million viewers. That's Ooh. more than Succession average. Granted, Succession was on for much longer, but also more than White Lotus. It has been one of the the bigger uh, hits for HBO here recently. What, yeah. what is it called? Uh, True Detective Night Country. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm looking at it. The, the uh, stream numbers are like through the roof 12.7 million on average. Yeah, well, I'm going to catch up tonight. And you say this uh, episode... Episode 5 is like... is It's the Ned Stark moment Ooh, oh wow. and there are only six episodes yes see but now i can it, binge i didn't know it, that it is it is game of thrones season one episode nine but a different setting basically got it the way i would describe Mace, it like, tuesday of next week let's go we're okay. going to the king's game i'm in tuesday next week that's right let's do it let's do it all right that's it we're back tomorrow one shadano and cap next 710 <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Yeah. Yeah. Bum, Be-ba-da-boop. Yo, you're up in San Fran? I am. I had a nice uh, lunch today at John's Grill. You ever been there? In, Not uh, been to John's in Grill. Old Union Square? Not been to John's Grill, I don't know. It's believe. like one of those old-timey wooden places with a bunch of, like, pictures on the wall it's one of those old school like it's been around for like a hundred years kind of place is it the kind of place that the pictures on the wall have autographs of everybody who's ever been in there yeah pretty much yeah i understand that what do you yeah get there? great spot if you're ever in san francisco mm-hmm. like seriously it's right in union square it's uh it's like perfect spot to like go have dinner or lunch honestly but i mean it's uh, i went for lunch i had a little fish oh really mm-hmm. yeah i went a little soul soul huh yeah, I'm not, a big soul guy. Soul's not, not very fishy. Mm-hmm. Not a Dover soul, just a soul, huh? Yeah, Dover soul. That's oh, what it Dover is. soul. I thought you needed to put. I mean, listen, with tuna, you don't have to put tuna in front of fish. Right. But with soul, I think you need to define Dover versus just I some mean, other sort uh, of soul. Do you know any other kind of soul? I don't actually, but okay, I didn't know then. if there was a distinction between a soul and a Dover soul. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, everything go okay on your flight? We were. Uh... About 25 minutes delayed on the ground because of fog here, um, oh. so they didn't let us leave for uh, an extra 25 minutes. The guy, ne- I was annoyed, but the guy next to me really, he like threw his hands up in the air. No way, he was really? Do- he was working like furiously on his laptop, so I don't know what was going on there. He mm-hmm. had like a British accent, so I feel like some he was someone important. Okay, because let me tell you something. I just saw this video on Instagram mm. of a flight to Hawaii, and it was a Southwest flight to Hawaii, and these two guys kind of get into it, you know? I don't I can't tell like what prompted it. And one guy kind of like smacks at the other guy's arm and the next thing you know, the dude who got his arm like just barely smacked starts throwing bombs. I'm talking rights and lefts like the guy's a head like like he's a one of those speed bags. He is landing bombs rights and lefts right to the face throwing haymakers over this lady's head i mean it was crazy wow what is wrong with people people are nuts dude Mm -hmm. you're going to hawaii man like you're going to chill out like take a deep breath on that southwest flight pal get a mai tai you know what i mean mean, what what do you pissed you were in seat c45 I don't think you have C-45. I think that's like how you board the plane. Oh, I mean, I was exaggerating. You know, you got the A group, the B group, the C group. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But I don't think that's an actual seat. Yeah, yeah. No, you, that's like your board. Yeah, like your yeah. turn. That's why I don't fly Southwest, bro. I can't pick my seat. I'm telling you right now. But they were throwing blows, Cappy, and you were all into it. Go on, go on to Instagram, and I, I don't even know what you should put in there, like Hawaii flight fight or something like that. Have you seen this, Laura? I did. I told you I saw it. I could put it on the dock for him. Yeah. It's oh, my crazy. God, dude. This one guy. I'm telling you, this guy's standing there, and the other guy's right, left, right, left, right, left. I mean, just to the jaw, to the cheek. And people on the flight are like, hey, come on already. Enough already. You've already kicked his ass. Let's go. Come on. Let's get this plane going. I just sent it to you guys. But I. there's so many fights now, unfortunately. Imagine I get it wrong, but I do think I have this one right. All right. Well, you should see this fight. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it right there. What is wrong with people on airplanes, man? I got to go on a plane on uh, Thursday. I don't want to kick somebody's ass. I also don't want to have my ass kicked. Well, then don't get into fights. Well, I don't want to get into fights. Like, if I would have seen this guy beating this guy up, I would have to, like, come in and, like, you know, 
fly and do a cross body block on this guy. Like, get off of him. <laughs> a cross I don't body know about you doing all that. Like, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Like, what are you doing there? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to, like, leave your feet and leap and, like, you know, take this dude down. You going like, to leap? I mean, I just, I'm just... What, like, what is the leap craziest up? thing you've ever seen on an actual plane, Cappy? Like, that went down on a flight you were on? And not you're just farting and not and asking who the next, who it was well, that was actually farting. Well, I mean, that, that happens a you. lot when you're in the back of the plane and the sisters next to me are like, oh, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. And that's when I start saying hell no. Nah. But, mm-hmm. but it's me, of course, that made that smell. Right. Um, oh, Lord. I think the weirdest thing is I think somebody one time like did have a heart attack on a plane. Yeah, and, like, that's happened to me, too. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, yo, we got a doctor not in this personally, thing? but. Yeah. yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. You seen this video I, we just got? You see this video of this fight? I have not seen it. Did you post yeah. it in the community? No, she posted it I in can. our group chat. I can post it in the DeAndre, community. DeAndre, you see this Oh, you in the group yeah, chat? Man. Okay, yeah, in group chat. That man put the paws on him. He did put them <laughs> big old paws on him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he see, did, DeAndre, man. I got money on DeAndre that he can win a fight. You, Cap? Oh, no. What do you mean you don't know about it? With these two fools? No, because you get scared. Oh, man, he gave him a yeah. three-piece and a soda. Dude, he, yeah. No, he gave him a two-piece and a biscuit. He, Cappy, you get scared trying to tell somebody to shut up on a phone and an Uber with your lady. Imagine in the in the plane, they're dead. Nah, B, you're nah, not doing nothing. Nah, hell nah, no. Nah, B, you are hell not nah. doing nothing. Nah, 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 nah B. Yeah, I'd be scared all up in that Uber. Yeah, hey, as long as Cap got his fanny pack, he's all right, man. Yeah. <laughs> right, if I got uh, my fanny pack, I'd grab, <laughs> I'd grab that fanny pack. Like, you don't know what's in here, Jack. <laughs> um, speaking of don't know, Cappy, um, I think that there's now some questions about people that don't know how good Caleb Williams is going to be. Um, let, let's kind of reset here. Let's take a quick break because I want to get into this. Because Merrill Hodge, right, who worked for ESPN for a really long time, right, mm-hmm. he was uh, you know, very much like an NFL insider, analyst, broke down tape. That's what he did here. Him and, like, Jaworski. Remember they used to do that hardcore NFL show called NFL Edge. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has one opinion of Caleb Williams. And then your boy, who you you were teammates with, Louis Riddick, was on TV with a completely different opinion on Caleb Williams. And I feel like with the Super Bowl wrapping up, we now turn our attention to young Caleb again as he may be the first pick in the draft here in about two months. So – I'm just curious to get your thoughts. I feel like despite Lewis being your boy, you will be unbiased in this scenario uh, if you agree with Merrill Hodge as opposed to Lewis Riddick. But they are diametrically opposed at the way they view Caleb Williams, and I think it's something worthwhile to discuss. Are you ready, Kevin? I am totally ready because i got to tell you something. I don't know what Lewis Riddick had to say. I did see what Merrill Hodge said. I'm curious to hear what Hodge. Lewis says. Yeah. Uh, all right, Cappy. Well, before that, tell people about your friend Avner Gat and the Waterboy. I'd love to tell everybody about the Waterboy. So, listen, I've talked about this a little bit. Like, you go to your mailbox, you get a letter uh, that is from the Department of Water and Power, and it's got, like, in bold and, you know, in all caps, it says high usage. And you're like, what do you mean, high usage? What are you talking about, high usage? You're trying to figure it out. And then you talk to your kids. You're like, hey, you know, these showers that you're taking are way too long. Or, hey, you're washing your car. It's, it's taking forever. Like, you're using too much water. And you go back to your life. But then all of a sudden, you go back to the mailbox a couple weeks later, and there's another one of those letters, and it says high usage again. And you have no idea what is going on, but that's why you call the water boy. The water boy is at 818-518-5055. I'll get back to the number in a second. But you see what the water boy does is he specializes in leak detection. So you may have a leak in your house, which is why you're getting those letters that say high usage, and you have no idea. 
He uses state-of-the-art equipment that allows him to both visually and acoustically inspect your pipes to find that leak that's constantly flowing. It could be a failing toilet. It might be a burst pipe in your slab. You don't have any idea, but the water boy is going to figure it out for you because he's got all this experience. You know, uh, water damage restoration and general construction and plumbing. And when he puts all of that experience together... It allows him to master the art of leak detection. They do non-destructive leak detections. They're not going to open or damage the structure of your home. The equipment is advanced, so they listen to the exposed surfaces to indicate where is this leak coming from. So if you're a homeowner or a property manager or a realtor, you probably have used or need to use the water boy for these inspected pressurized water systems to make sure that they're all intact and that they're functioning exactly the way they should. Here's what I want you to do. If this sounds like something you need, and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that do, you call Omer at the Waterboy, O-M-E-R. That's his name, Omer. He's at the Waterboy Leak Detection, 818-518-5055. I'll slow it down for you. 818-518-5055 for the Waterboy Leak Detection. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash network when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Great video, this song. Peter Gabriel had a couple of big hits. But this was like one of those very like um, unique videos. Like they used all sorts of like cool graphics and stuff back in the 80s. And it, it just like wasn't stuff you saw normally. What was the name of the movie with um, where the kid is standing out in front of the girl's house and he's got the boombox? Say box. Anything. Say Anything. Who's that? Uh, John Cusack. John Cusack. Yes. Right. What was that song? Oh gosh! Oh, come on, know. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get it. Somebody's gonna put it in the circle of trust before I can come up with it. It's a Peter uh, Gabriel song. In your eyes, right. the light, the heat. Your eyes, I am complete. Yeah, that's God, I don't was. know where that came from. Yeah, who sang that song? That was Peter Gabriel. That was also Peter Gabriel. Is You're it right, called right. In Your Eyes? It is called In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Indeed. That was easy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cappy, sir. Valentine's Day. I didn't know anything about it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? Never heard of Galentine's Day. Huh. What is it? Girls get together. It's yeah. Galentine's Day. You're kidding me. Tonight? Yeah. yeah. Never heard of it. It's like it's like a pre-Valentine's. You get your girls. I mean, it's supposed to be today, but a lot of people start like on the weekend. Yeah. You can get drunk. I mean, Galentine's Day. I mean, I've heard of like Friendsgiving. Right. You know? Similar. Similar, okay. but just girls for pre-Valentine's. Right, right. I've never heard of it. Mm -hmm. Never heard of it. So, Rachel, if she wants to do a Galentine's Day, today's your day. You can watch, like, sports. Well, 
You know what? I've I've actually I've got a Valentine's Day problem that's Uh-oh. cooking. You oh. know what I'm saying? I, I, all right, can you save it? Let's yes. do Caleb here. Yes, yes. and then save it for a little later. This a little bit okay. later on. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get to Caleb. So mm-hmm. Caleb, most people think is going to be the number one pick in the draft. Who's most but, people? Uh, like all like the you know the the draft people like oh. the Mel Kuypers of the world oh. and and those types. Got you it. know, just want a definition of terms. That's all. Okay. Um, I would say NFL people. Okay. Mostly think he's going to go uh, first overall. Mm-hmm. So, Merrill Hodge, again, who used to work here at ESPN, he was one of the hardcore NFL guys, right? Haji. He would uh, you know, he'd break down tape. He was one of those guys, right? Now, granted, as you hear here, he's talking about Caleb in a way that I found strange. And then the more and more I listened, he actually talked about how he just watched the games, but he didn't break down the tape like he normally did. Now, I don't know if he's not like doesn't have the ability to do that anymore and he's just doing off the naked eye of the games he watched. Well, but it j- just keep one thing in mind. He also, you know, as a player, Merrill Hodge was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is going right. back into like the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And then his career he went on to play for the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. And so as I recall, a lot of what he's kind of talking about is Justin Fields and there's a lot of talk today in in fact about should the Steelers try and make a move to get Justin Fields because they, they got rid of Mitch Trubisky, and both of those guys have ties to the Chicago Bears. Obviously, Fields is still their quarterback, and Trubisky was with the Bears, then he got right. cut by the Steelers. Blah, blah, and blah. They can, right, they're going to try to see if they can trade Fields, right? Right. Maybe. 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 If they take Caleb, which people would assume they will. I mean, I'd rather have Caleb than Justin Fields personally, but I mean, I don't think Justin Fields is bad, though. If I were Caleb Williams... I'd not want to go to Chicago. Because and of their I, history of and, being terrible with right. quarterbacks? And if I were Justin Fields, I'd love to get out of Chicago. Right. Uh, all right. So let's get to Haji. Here's what Haji said about Caleb. Oh, I've only watched Caleb Williams three games last year, three this year. So I'm only halfway done, okay? The one thing that I that is clear, he is not special. He is not something unique like a Patrick Mahomes. And I hope the Bears don't think, well, let's 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 try to – make up for our mistake when we pass up Patrick Mahomes and go get the Patrick Mahomes. The kid is not Patrick Mahomes. Ain't even remotely close to that. It is unfair to Justin Fields. He has had new coordinator, new coordinator, new coordinator. There's no possible way you can know about your guy when you do that. It's the worst thing that can happen to any player, especially a quarterback. Now, when Justin came out, the one thing that I thought he had, he had just inexperience. He just needed more experience. He lacked that. But what I have seen in Justin Fields, from my evaluation, there's enough growth and hope there that I would not lose. I would not let him go because I see enough there. So here's what I would say to Haji before we play Lewis Riddick and get your thoughts. I would agree he's not Patrick Mahomes. I would say that at that age, he was better than Patrick Mahomes, okay? Remember the first time I did a game was two years ago. Remember I did one of his games on ESPN Radio, and I said to you, Cap, I've never seen a kid at 19 years old play quarterback the way he played. This is, by the way, coming off me having done his bowl game um, when Oklahoma played Oregon at the Alamo Bowl a, a year before that. And I thought he played fairly well there. But in that Arizona State game, even though that game was not great, like, you know, they, they, there were a lot of drop balls. Um, it just was a sloppy game. He found a way to win even in a sloppy game. And what I was blown away by um, was – the different arm angles, how he throws on the run, how he can avoid guys uh, in regards to the pocket, how he can get out and get pick up the first down, and how he's big and strong. 
Um, and I thought bigger and stronger and equal arm strength even to Mahomes at that age, right? Um, so I, I, I disagree with Haji. You're right. Well, I sort of agree. He, right, he's not Patrick Mahomes. I think he's better at 19 or whatever he was, 20 years old, than Patrick Mahomes was at that stage. Because remember, Patrick Mahomes, Cappy, even going into his first Super Bowl, there was a story, I believe, in Sports Illustrated that talked about how Patrick still was learning how to read defenses in a way that would allow him to kind of learn to be a passer as opposed to just a thrower of the football and rely on his physical uh, talents throwing the football. All I can tell you guys is this, is that when Patrick Mahomes was at Texas Tech, you guys tell me, how many of his college football games do you remember seeing? Well, he had one crazy game against Oklahoma where he threw for like 600 yards or something ridiculous like that. So I do remember okay. that one. Okay, but but okay, so there's one. I don't remember that one, and I'm sure you're right. But I'm just asking everybody, like, think back to when Patrick Mahomes was coming out of college. Think about how many times you saw Patrick Mahomes play in college. Maybe three times. Okay, I can tell you my answer is zero. So what's interesting about what Merrill Hodge Actually, is saying, I was wrong, Cappy. He threw for 700 yards against Oklahoma in that game. Okay. So yeah. what was what Merrill Hodge is, it's interesting what he's saying is because he's breaking down Caleb Williams, but my question would be, did you put in this amount of time and energy into Mahomes because Mahomes Correct. was not considered to be the number one overall pick? As a matter of fact... People thought they reached for him at the yeah. time. And, and and I think it was the same year. I got to go back and look, but I want to say since the name Mitch Trubisky just came up, I think Mitch Trubisky was drafted in the Correct. same year. Twenty seventeen draft. Yeah. Yeah. So I just would. I guess I would ask Merrill Hodge since he says he's not done with his evaluation. He's only looked at three games from last year and three games this year. Did he analyze Mahomes the same way when he was coming out of Texas Tech? I mean, the draft was Miles Garrett one. Which look, I guess you know. I mean. The guy's just the be a defensive Hall of player of the year this year. I mean, he's a good player. Yeah, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, right, for sure. Uh, Trubisky went two. Mm -hmm. uh, Solomon Thomas, Leonard Fournette, Corey Davis went three, four, five. But Jamal another, Adams, yeah, but where's the safety. The, what about quarterbacks, though, before okay, I'm, I'm, Mahomes? I'm getting there. McCaffrey went eight. Mahomes went ten. So okay. Mahomes was the second quarterback taken. Okay, gotcha. And who, anybody else in the first round? Any other quarterbacks? Deshaun Watson at 12. Okay. And mm -hmm. uh, let me see... Some good players there, Hassan Reddick, uh, Evan Engram. Devin, but remember, Kansas City moved up. They focused on him. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. They were the only quarterbacks taken. Okay, got it, got it. All right, so, so we, we all right, heard now from let's Merrill hear your Hodge. boy Lewis. But wait, the one thing about Merrill Hodge real quick that I think is the most important thing Haji. he said yeah. is he's not special. That's what he said. Caleb Williams he's not is not special. special. Right. Uh, I couldn't disagree anymore, personally, but what do I know? But let's listen to your guy, Lewis Riddick, who knows more about football than I think uh, than, than I do, for sure. Uh, maybe even you, Cappy, okay? I know the evaluations are just beginning, but is your sense that those other two mm -hmm. quarterbacks in this draft are that close to Caleb? No. Absolutely not. And I'll tell you what, Jaden Daniels, Jaden Daniels is, is a freak show now in terms of his ability to make plays. He is fun. He is fun to watch. And look, there's a reason why he's a Heisman Trophy winner. But Caleb is different. Caleb's different. Look, I, I think what, I think what, what would separate, like, see, for me, what's going to be interesting here is when eventually we get further down the road and I get more information about what is Jaden like, the person, the student, the teammate in relationship to Drake May. Because as far as Jaden Williams being a playmaker, or Jaden Daniels being a playmaker, and what he can do at the quarterback position compared to Drake May, if I didn't know anything else about them, nothing, 
It's Jaden Daniels all day long for me. Mm-hmm. All day. There's a gap from Caleb to Jaden, and then there's a gap to me from Jaden to Drake May. Mm. So I'll tell you, th- this is, this is going to be very, very interesting. But Caleb has, is definitely, there's a gap, a significant mm-hmm. gap. That was on Get Up. I heard Greeny. Yeah. Is that this morning? I believe so. Interesting. Um, so, and I believe it was based off the Haji uh, comments. Oh, really? So, and, you know, they were talking, so th- that came up, and then they were talking about the, uh, the just the three quarterbacks that are going to go in the first round, presumably. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see it. Like, your boy Lewis is like, nah, there's a huge gap between one and two, and there's a gap between two and three, in his estimation. So take that, Haji. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't really feel this need to want to, like, defend Caleb Williams against Merrill Hodges' criticism. I'm going to be curious, like Lewis Riddick is, what happens between now and the draft? What happens during workouts? What happens during interviews? Um, When we get to find out more about who they actually are, we've seen them play. And I'll tell you, you know, I like I have this perception of Caleb Williams that he's not the world's greatest teammate. And and I don't really know why I have that perception, but I'm hoping that he goes to the NFL and says, I'll do everything it takes every single day, 24-7. Because like I hear Patrick Mahomes afterwards, and he, I, I saw Patrick Mahomes last night, George. You know, he's in Disneyland, right? So mm-hmm. so what they did was Disneyland, they pay him a fortune, I assume to go fly private from the Super Bowl down to Anaheim and then spend the entire day hungover on a float with Mickey and Minnie, and then we got to get something out of you, kid. So they got to put him on media everywhere. I saw him do this interview last night with CNN, and the girl who was doing the interview has, like, no interest in footballs. All she wanted to talk about was Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And there's Patrick Mahomes, and the only thing he's saying is, yeah, we celebrated last night. Tomorrow I go back to work on next year. Like, like if if... Because everybody wants to ask him, hey, is, is beating Tom Brady and getting seven Super Bowls, getting to eight Super Bowls, is that your goal? He's like, yeah, my goal is to be the best. My goal is to be the, the guy who wins the most championships. So I partied last night. I hung out with Mickey and Minnie today. I'm going home. I'm going to go to the parade tomorrow, and then I get back to work. I hope Caleb Williams has that drive and passion and motivation to be great. I hope that because if he does, he's got the physical skills. We've, we've got to see it for two years. Well, I mean, everybody ripped him for crying. I actually thought that that showed he cared in a way right. that people didn't think he cared. I That, to me, was like one moment where I was like, I actually really, really like this guy. You know? Like, I think that guy cares about winning. That guy cares about his teammates. I, I just hope that when he gets to the NFL, you know, he realizes he's playing with grown men. He's not playing with a bunch of young kids where he's the multi-gazillionaire and he's the guy on the Wendy's commercial and everybody else is kind of broke. You know, like a college kid. I just, I hope that he is everything that Lewis said, and I hope that he's the opposite of what Merrill said. But Merrill's looking at him as a professional, I'm putting this in quotes, scout, and he goes, he's not special. Well, we'll see, Cappy. Remember, just remember one thing, Mm -hmm. that a very, very uh, accomplished talent scout, uh, I'm trying, I'm losing his name, Bill, um, he also worked for ESPN, he was the general manager of the Bills forever. Bill Polian. Bill Polian said Lamar Jackson is a wide receiver. Oh, yeah. You know where he said it? I think on ESPN. No, he said it on Keyshawn George and LZ. That's where he said it. Okay, great. Well, let me tell you something. That's a professional talent evaluator, and my man couldn't have been more wrong, right? That's, That's where I literally said, aggregate us. 
Oh, you wanted to be aggregated that day. Well, I didn't know if I wanted to, but I definitely I was you okay. You offered being it up. You were you were letting people aggregate you at that time. Yeah, I was Very okay nice being you. aggregated. Very nice. Yeah. So Steve Mason is texting in, but we got to go to break here in a second. Right. Cappy, coming up like next. Let's get so Bill Plaschke's down on this Deshaun Foster um, hiring for UCLA, which I mean, whatever. I, 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 I we can debate on the other side the merits. Plus. We didn't finish some of the stuff you wanted to finish regarding the Super Bowl, particularly your criticism uh, and uh, and praise of some of the broadcasting. So we'll get to that. Stick around, 710 ESPN. But first, let me tell you about my friends at LAX. Look, Los Angeles International Airport was there today. Changes are arriving daily. I'm telling you, every day there's something new there to transform the travel experience. The LAX economy parking structure is open with thousands of smart parking spaces, as well as hundreds of EV charging stations. Modernized terminals have biometric gates for faster boarding. Who doesn't want to get to their flight faster? And get this, when you have friends and family visiting, a new facility will have all major rental car brands under one roof. It's a nice place. And this is the kicker. It'll connect it all. The People Mover Train. The People Mover Train will connect you to the terminals, to the rental car facility, and to LA Metro. So if you're local, you don't even need a car to get to LAX anymore. At LAX, changes arriving daily to reduce traffic, save guests time, and transform the travel experience. For more information, go to their website, flylax.com slash transformingLAX. That's flylax.com slash transformingLAX. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hold on. Love this song. Still to this day, I love this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I see myself driving down the road in my 1976 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. Had that thing waxed, had the tires all armor all out, and I thought I was Crockett and Tubbs, Jack. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> you, was like, you was rolling in style, weren't you? Oh, dog. You don't even understand. I had that 76 Olds Cutlass Supreme, had that thing all jacked out. Yeah. Except they were driving a Ferrari. Right, but I was 16 years old, and I right. was, and I had built my own car, essentially. Right. You know? I thought I was super cool, too. I put a dual exhaust on it so it sounded cool. Vroom, 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 like an American sports car, you know? Uh, Sure. Hey. What, D? What's up, Big D? Nah, man, I feel you, dog. You know, you know? you're riding with style, man. I you feel know? you. Yeah, come on. It was the 80s. Yeah, I hear you, dog. You know, I had on a T-shirt and a sport coat, and I had the sport coat arms rolled up to the elbow. I, mean, I thought I was cool. I was a happening dude. I was making a statement. I don't know what the statement was, but I was making it. Comprende? I hear you, Cap. All right, cool. Capiche? <laughs> All right, Cappy. Um, in the interim... Yeah. Let's get do you what do you want to do? Do you want to do the Super Bowl stuff or do you want to do Deshaun Foster and Bill Plaschke ripping the whole thing? You know what? Let's start off with Deshaun Foster. Okay. We can get, we can get to the Super Bowl. I mean, stuff Plaschke later. is just like a wet blanket on this whole thing. Well, I mean, he, he asks a legitimate question. You know, what, I mean, because he, he doesn't have experience? Neither yeah, I mean, did um Um uh what's his name at the Raiders? Antonio Pierce? Antonio Pierce, right. Right, but he also didn't exactly have, like, great success. He had a modicum of success. Okay. 
Hey, I would say he over- exceeded expectations for I, an interim coach. I mean, for a guy who was a linebacker coach taking the jump from linebackers to head coach, maybe. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm rooting for Deshaun Foster because I'm rooting for UCLA to get it right. But I do think that um, to Plasky's question or statement, the, the UCLA is taking a really big gamble. But hey, you know what? Listen, I love that. It it takes a big gamble sometimes. It takes a big risk. You got to have a set of cool yawns. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. To to really like say, look, we don't have ten million dollars a year to go raid somebody else's head coach to bring them to our place the way USC went and got Lincoln Riley. We don't have that kind of money. Okay, we're losing an experienced head coach who does not want to be here. So you know what? Let's give somebody a chance. Somebody who has a great relationship with the players, understands the modern-day college football, NIL, et cetera, et cetera, can keep guys from transferring. Let's give a guy an opportunity. And guess what? It costs a whole lot less when you're giving somebody an opportunity. So I'm rooting for Deshaun Foster, but it is a risk. Remember, listen, I can remember when UCLA went and signed Carl Durrell, who was a UCLA wide receiver, but was the receiver's coach at Colorado. And Mm -hmm. we all applauded that move. Hey, they brought home one of their own. Well, it didn't work out. You know, it just didn't work out. I mean, listen, I liked it when they brought back Rick Neuheisel, who was part of the family, who already had plenty of head coaching experience. Didn't really become much. No. Sorry, Rick. I know you're listening. I know. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a good stop for him. But but it's it's a risky move. It is a big gamble to give a guy in his early 40s a head coaching position as the as UCLA is going into a much bigger, better conference when he has no experience. But so, how do you get that experience? Right. The only way you get it is by actually doing it. And yes, they have an incredible, they have one of the most daunting schedules in all of college football, them and SC for that matter, uh, have incredibly difficult schedules this season. So it's probably going to go poorly, if I had to guess, okay? And, and guess what? You know what, George? It was going to go poorly if they had Chip Regardless Kelly, Regardless of why who the bailed. coach was going to be. Right. Nick Saban could have coached that team, and they still probably would have had a losing record going yes. into next season. I mean, Pop Warner himself could come from the grave and coach this team, and they're going to get stomped on all day long. It's a hell of a pull, Pop Warner. I don't know where it came from. I have zero idea. Did Pop yeah. Warner a real guy? Yes, I believe okay. so. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay, Bear Bryant. Could could be reincarnated. I mean, Nick Saban is a fairly modern reference that I think. Okay, most people very get. good. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. look, when you have a guy who's a run a position coach, and he's and he hasn't yet elevated to coordinator, and he hasn't yet called plays, and he hasn't managed a coaching staff, and he hasn't been in charge of running an entire program, that is a risky gamble of a move. But when you're going into a conference where, to your point, you're probably going to get smoked. And when you don't have the big, big, big time money to spend, better to give it to somebody who wants to be a protector of your school and your program than someone who's just getting paid to come here and be, you know, in transition. And that was Chip Kelly, who should still just be totally ashamed of himself. What a quitter. He is definitely a quitter. I don't think there's any question about that. You know, I'd like to get Deshaun Foster on the show, by the way. I think that'd be a very good good guest. I'm for working us. on getting Martin Jarman. Schedule's I don't want Martin right Jarman. Now. I want Deshaun Foster. So I'm I mean, working I'm, on getting Martin Jarman. And yeah, then we can I, work on getting Deshaun. But let's well, get the about, AD first. Now let's get the coach. It's easier if we get the AD first. I got B. Come on, man. Listen, on, I Kat. talked to you at least off asking for LeBron <laughs> on the show. That's true, man. You don't understand, DeAndre, how oh my God. 
Oh, DeAndre, you're going to give me crap about this? Come on, man. Don't you think don't we want to hear from the coach? We do. <laughs> but things happen in certain steps, Captain. Oh, all right. Okay? Okay. Speaking of steps, what steps are you taking for prize picks tonight? Oh, dude, wait, wait, listen to me. You got to hear this, okay? Mm-hmm. Tonight on Prize Picks, I'm going out so far on a limb. You've never heard anything like this. Tonight is the tonight. night. Tonight is the night. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna go crazy on this. Yeah. So I today's Taco Tuesday on Prize Picks. Okay, mm-hmm. which means they always come up with special plays for you. Do you know what LOL stands for? Laugh out loud. Okay, but now think of it in terms of how to how to make a play. What would LOL stand for? If LOL, when you download the Prize Picks app. Okay, and you use my code Cappy, they give you a 100% match up to $100. So if you put in 100, they'll put in 100, you got 200 to play with. If they have LOL before NBA and college basketball and and hockey, if they have LOL at the top, what does LOL stand for? Take a guess. I don't know, what is it, Cappy? Come on. DeAndre, big D, you're a young guy. You got any idea? LOL in the top of like a like it's it's a league, just like just like the NBA or college basketball or the NHL. League of uh, Legends, guys. Uh, oh, League like of the, Legends. Uh, yeah. You know who knew that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who knew that? Parker. And I thought he went over the air. I was like, whoa, where did that come from? Yeah. Okay, so now listen to this. I've got Snaker tonight in League not, of Legends. Snaker. Oh, I've okay. got Snaker to have more than eight and a half map one, two kills. Okay? They gave me, he really should have 11. That should be his number, but they gave us a big discount. I've got Snaker tonight to have eight and a half map one, two kills. I, they, I, got, a, I got a new bit for us. Okay. We're gonna ha- we gotta invite Snaker to teach us how to play League of Legends, dude. Snaker would be unbelievable. But let me tell you something: Snaker's a hundred times harder to get on this show than Deshaun Foster is. Okay, I don't know about that. All right, listen. Let me tell you what else I'm doing tonight, mm-hmm. George. You're gonna love this. I've got Chet Holmgren together with Snaker to uh, go fifteen and a half points tonight. <laughs> Oklahoma City is playing Orlando, so okay. I've got I've got Chet Holmgren to go more. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now here's where I'm really making a play tonight against the Lakers with Detroit. Mm-hmm. I've got Cade Cunningham tonight to score more than 22 points for the Pistons. And I've got Jalen, and I hope I'm pronouncing this kid's last name right, Duran, is that how you pronounce his last name? Duran. Duran. I've got Jalen Duran tonight to get more than 9.5 rebounds. So I'm taking two Pistons players who I think show up tonight and want to play, even though the Pistons are terrible. I've got those two guys for going more. And then this is where things are getting a little weird. The last play tonight, I've got five in a row, okay? Do you guys know who Luke Littler is? No. Luke Littler is the most dominant 17-year-old dart thrower on planet Earth. Wow. I'm playing League of Legends, NBA, and darts in one play on prize picks. Have you ever heard of anything quite like this? No, never, Cappy. Because no one's ever done it before. All right, let's give it a shot. Prize picks, you can go download their app. Use my code CAPPY, K-A-P-P-Y. That's code CAPPY for a first deposit match of 100% up to $100. And you can make that deposit with Apple Pay on your phone on prize picks.